0: okay
1: um, i thought
0: i mean seriously oh and then i came across this when i was doing my old school attack yeah you know they have all that education at the beginning yes. of the
1: yes the pamphlet thank you the choreography <laughs> the, the booklet. Notes. yeah then it's...
0: and so it was a whole thing on how to save your voice mm. and things like um you know the ng at the end of like sing yeah you're supposed to like make that noise with all the vowels like yay no that's one of the things and then for a whole minute oh anyway because my vo- the reason why i was like this is perfect <laughs> because my voice is like leaving like yours was yeah yesterday. yes it was, it was like that yesterday and again today so i'm like I was getting cocky about my voice. All right. And mm, I don't know, something with
1: a... I have no idea. All right, are we ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay.
0: Welcome to the podcast where we sometimes talk about fitness.
1: But we always talk about nothing. I'm Haley Jones.
0: I'm Mandy Jones. And, and this is
1: Joneser Size.
0: Welcome back to Joneser Size.
1: Oh yeah. We're
0: feeling wonderful today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'll make sense in a second.
0: Uh that you joined us. Um, Just
1: keep listening. Don't yeah, shut us off yeah, already, yeah. okay?
0: Um, so we love to hear from you. Yes, we do. On about, on the gram, with you know whatever. But the best thing that you can do though is yes. to tell someone else. Yes. About what you love about the show, or even what the show is. There was a there was a gentleman in one of my classes, and he said, "Well, so what do you talk about?" He was very interested, so I I gave him the rundown. He was like, "Okay, I'll have to tune in." And I showed
1: him on Spotify that's what that's what right it's are. easing it is easing with a side of fitness it is yeah and ma- mostly nothing and it's mostly, just like our intro <laughs>
0: mostly absolutely nothing but anyway you can go find us on if you don't already go to instagram we're at jones or says pod um we have an interesting show today some interesting things to talk about um but first we gotta warm up yeah yeah all right. So, do you want to start? You want to read?
1: Yeah. Maybe not read. I'll you start. Go? Yeah. I have two things. I just thought of something. Okay. Number one, as a callback to last episode, and Zach was like, um, "We tell our people the first thirty days to work out only with nasal breathing," mm-hmm. and I've been doing that. Me too. Isn't it crazy? I well, mean, now I do. No, it's hard when you're teaching. You right. can't do that because you have a mic on. And you have to actually talk, and right. like air has come out. But
0: on Sunday when I was running, yeah. When I started to have to breathe out my mouth, I cranked my pace down, yes, to keep my nose, yeah, yes, crazy, right? I love it,
1: same. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, just wanted to say that because that's really interesting because mm-hmm. now I'm like way more aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the actual warm up for today, as you know, this is a cross training episode and we are going to be talking about our book. Um, and I just realized right now. That uh-huh. we didn't pick our next book. That's okay. We will. okay. Okay. We Anyways, will. um. That being said, uh, I don't think I'm gonna even edit this out. Anyways, okay. So <laughs> I actually read the book. Like I rate. I usually listen to the books, and this the fact that I read the book gave me more confidence in myself as a person. That you actually <laughs> that read I words. can actually get it done, because I read this mm-hmm. in three days. Let me
0: see it she took, she read the book and it's a cool looking book. I yeah. I mean. I mean,
1: I read it in three days. That's insane. Well, I had read the intro. Okay. And then okay, I put okay. it off, put it off, put it off. It makes and me read the most read it. of it in three days, which is insane. Even on my accountability call every morning that I have with other agents reading this book was on it. I was like, I have to get this done before we record. Okay. So
0: <laughs> while I did it. Haley is patting herself on the back, <laughs> Um, I listened to this book, which I typically read books, but I listened to this one and I did not even finish it.
1: Well, yeah, (laughs) but that's okay. But I will say I cheated in the sense that I did. I was going to download on audible, but I read the reviews and all the reviews were like, the voice is horrible. And I knew I couldn't handle that. And so I like committed to reading it. And I do
0: think that was part of my problem. I couldn't go back to that woman.
1: Yeah. I don't know how manny was like in there there there's a whole bunch of comics and the the thought of someone having separate voices to narrate in the comics literally makes me want to poke my eyes out yeah or pull my ears out i don't Mm. know but anyways
0: which is funny because so i was reading a fiction book a couple of months ago yeah and i couldn't read it anymore Mm -hmm. like i could not make myself read it it was so depressing It was so sad. It was so long and so many words. And so I said, for I can't. Like I got to right. I gotta do this on Audible. Right. And so I did, and that's how I finished it. And so that's kind of why I thought I'll this this is what I'll be able to do with this book. Cause, right. But um I think I would have done better to read it. Yeah. Honestly. Cause that woman's voice, whoo, y'all don't even get it. But anyway.
1: If you it's can okay. listen
0: to a sample, it's like really truly worth it. But anyway,
1: yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, we'll get to it. It's called the Secret History of Wonder Woman, and we'll get to it in a
1: second. But yeah, yeah. first, though, I have tell to. tell us your warm up. Well, I just you seem uh, you seem upset. Well, <laughs> I'm not upset.
0: I just am. I, I'm wondering though if it's um, okay. The Bachelorette. Okay, let's just. <laughs> Let's just get down to it. Never so, heard of it. Yeah. So, um, usually I like The Bachelorette because the boys are funny. They're funny. Yeah. yeah. Now, I do know on when we played Would You Rather, you said I said The, the bachelor. bachelor. Now, I'm still Can
1: we really trust anything that you ever tell us?
0: <laughs> now, I'm still and this 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 season mm-hmm. is still taking me there. Okay. Like I still believe that.
1: Yes. Okay. Um,
0: Katie is um not great. I think she's boring. I don't really understand. I know. Can I ask you like what is it that made her them even choose her to be the bachelorette? I don't even know. Like what her even personality is. Like I don't she there's nothing about her that I'm like, "Oh, I don't want to be your friend." Like let's have Well, hang, I think
1: that she got a huge fan base because she was one of the few non-mean girls, but she also had a backbone. the bachelor to tell girls when they were being mean girls so i think that she had this huge fan base however i don't feel that we really see i don't know well can i tell
0: you actually what i think sure i think she was already she's already an influencer and they were like because um uh, what's his name that was just on mike Uh, no name mike no um james mm. see he was so boring we're done he i was mean it's horrible he was so horrible it was so incredibly boring um and so i think they were like this was terrible matt james matt james see james i was close i was you there were close. so i had an m you did we we're we, michael Ugh. james matt we basically james. know who he is um so he was so terrible and boring mm-hmm. i think they were thinking we got to get some watch some like viewership back yeah. and so i think they were like hey she's already popular on the interweb let's
1: but she also came out like guns a-blazing i mean she she came out daring she had a similar entrance to caitlin when caitlin was was back on the day similar just like outrageousness okay and caitlin is awesome however caitlin almost like she has now i guess in the eyes of the bachelor world redeemed herself but for a long time bachelor nation bachelor as an abc wanted nothing to do with her okay um, but she's amazing. I mean, I yeah. think she's awesome. She's one of the like really cool people in the franchise, does great things, like is a great person. Isn't she
0: engaged to somebody else in yes. the nation? Yes. Okay.
1: Um, but anyways, yeah. But so I, just, I don't. Know. I
0: don't know. And then I think I think they were worried about Chris Harrison not being on there. And yeah. so they wanted to get someone that already had viewership uh. to always to already have the viewership. That's the only thing I can think. Which side note then, what do you think? Do you miss Chris Harrison?
1: uh no. no no Um, I
0: didn't even notice he wasn't even there. my
1: only beef is well f- I will say this so um you know Ben Higgins I don't know mm-hmm. if you know Ben Higgins mm-hmm. well the rumor kind of in the mill was that he would be the next Chris Harrison I cannot stand him me neither there's and no way I'm just so glad that that didn't well he was on that whenever they did the the live bachelor nation right. him and Becca. Were the co hosts of it. Oh, you're right. And I don't want to see either one of them. I don't know who, yeah Yeah. Um, okay. So, anyways, she. I'd rather see Nick Viles. Uh. <laughs> but here's my beef about I love Tasha and I love Caitlin. But my problem is, it's all in my mind. And this is like, tell me, I'm like, hey, they really. But in my mind, I'm like, why do we need two women to replace one man? That's my problem, is how can we have two of them now? And why do we need both of them to come out and be like, this is the final rose. Take your time. Like, what are we doing? I don't like that. Why do we need both of them? And it's almost like, I understand. I think they were trying to keep, I think they were trying to create like
0: girl squad. I think that's what they were trying to do. But it's like, why do do we
1: need that? What you're? It's literally, basically, you're trying to stop one thing because of bad connotations, Chris, but instead we're going to add two women to do the job that one guy was doing. I just think it's very like, Well, because it, in my, Mm. I
0: mean, I think obviously the bachelor, I think the bachelor nation is a train wreck Mm. and I think that it has been a train wreck for a long time. Right. And I guess that's what I was saying. That's why you said you seem, you seem down is because I think it's that there's now like a big beaming light Mm -hmm. and I'm also old. And so I'm th- I'm seeing like oh this really is like I knew it was a train wreck but n- now it seems like deep layers oh, train of wreck. train wreck.
1: Well, I think they've had misses on the leads the past like multiple seasons. Because don't in you a think row. they're
0: just don't you think we're maybe done?
1: Like I mean, we, how- we can't be done. Listen, I okay. need Bachelor in Paradise. So See, I've stop never, with I've your never, shenanigans. I've never, I've
0: never seen it ever in my whole life.
1: See. Okay, then you can't say
0: anything. <laughs> but I don't. But I don't think that's. it But see, I feel like you think Bachelor in Paradise is like the challenge. I don't think. No, that, I don't think the challenge is. is way better. I agree with that, but it's just ba- different. Well, it's different because it's better. They had to like. They were like, Girl, "Okay, you can't even come to this. You
1: haven't even watched it. Be quiet. No, no, I no. I can't.
0: I can't. I can't. I can't watch it. <laughs> no,
1: I do think Bachelor Nation is like in an identity crisis. Did you hear
0: that? Um I heard that David Spade, they've announced him as Bachelor in Paradise host.
1: Really? hmm
0: Why don't they use Wells?
1: I don't uh, know. Yeah, they should use Wells. I don't know. But anyway.
0: Anyway, so Bro, that's you it. gotta
1: just hear me once. Watch one season. I'm telling you. Just watch it. Just one season.
0: You know what it reminds me of? Back when Chris and I first started dating, he used to watch Temptation Island.
1: Do you remember it? No, you are a you were a No, I Island. know girl I'm not that much younger you always come at me like I'm a baby I'm like sit down with that Uh, that was 20 years ago yeah no I know of it and I watched a couple but I can't it's not that okay that's in my mind what it is yeah no it's not it's not that okay
0: so it's still bachelor
1: yes okay yeah try it just try it okay I'll watch I'll try (laughs) I don't know if I can watch a whole episode anyway I'll try but they are having identity crisis I hear what you're saying okay Okay. All right. So
0: we're taking major left turn here, major left turn. And, um, so here's the deal. We read the secret history of wonder woman. It was a (laughs) (laughs) crapshoot. I mean, right. I mean, we were like, we had a list of books that we wanted to look at. We wanted to do kind of a fun, we thought we thought, fun, nonfiction um so we got on the interweb the interweb said (laughs) you know this book came highly rated it did it has all the stars we we didn't i mean we actually did try to do some due diligence we did um well it was a swing and a miss yeah it was a miss yeah um it is a it's called the secret history of wonder woman by jill Lepore. now jill Lepore is an american historian um she is a professor at Harvard University and a staff writer at the New Yorker. Um, she's contributed to the New Yorker since 2005, so she's she's obviously been around, and she's written several yeah. books. Yeah, she's written. Um,
1: I mean, she's a good writer. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was an interesting take. Um, is so that I like throwing shade at someone in <laughs> The book we didn't like. Well, she's a good writer.
0: No, I, okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. but she. I mean, obviously, somebody liked this book. It won. Uh, it was written in 2014 and in 2015, it won the American history book prize. So, I mean, somebody, whoever gives out the American history book prize.
1: Yeah. Thought it, uh, I mean, it was deep in history. It was, it was and it was very interesting. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, okay. So what
0: is your history then with wonder woman and DC comics or comics in general? Like,
1: okay. Now this is where my age comes out because literally nothing,
0: nothing. Well, I don't think that's an age thing. She i says think that's it's
1: an age thing, oh really but yeah but he's also 10 years older than me well and he's a boy yeah that's true yeah like i don't you know what i mean i don't have like a relationship with it and does, even does now, he have a
0: relationship with comics
1: well he's all into marvel and all that but not dc but i don't know see that's the thing i can't tell you which is what and who goes with who okay and so dc comics are the classics like superman
0: batman um green lantern the flash yeah.
1: That Justice League or whatever. Yes, they're
0: the classics. Okay. And then Marvel is like everything we watch now. No. Okay.
1: I see. I see. I see. So, um, Marvel is is way later, I guess. Well, was, were they? Uh, were they? Can I tell this? you? I think
0: why you don't know. And, yeah, and, and I don't. Why. And I don't know anything about this world. This yeah. is just my <laughs> layperson opinion. I think the reason why is because Disney owns yeah. Marvel. And they were like, let's do this up. Yeah. And so sense. it's it's a big movie franchise. Yeah. yeah. So everybody knows about Captain America right. and Ant-Man. Are you kidding? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like these
1: characters. Yes. Yeah, that makes
0: sense. But then DC, they're just on the struggle bus. I mean, it's yeah. like they just keep trying to make Superman. And then they came out with Superwoman. Do you remember like a few years yeah, ago, Superwoman came great. out and she was kind of a flashback. Yeah, I know. And anyway, so I did, I think that's why those DC comics kind of yeah have kind of fallen off the wayside. Yeah. Now, and maybe it is an age thing. Growing up, mm. we were all in Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, um, like even and I have two sisters. And we right. even you thought were, yeah. that was fun. My dad okay. loves Superman, my brother in law, um Jonathan loves Superman. So he, that so that, yeah, so okay. it was kind of a thing. Um, so yeah. I loved Wonder Woman. I've shared this before, but we—I used to pretend to be Wonder Woman, which I love
1: that.
0: And I love that I found out the 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 bracelet.
1: Yes, I know, which is not great. <laughs> well, well, the story kind of. So basically, the book is like explaining kind of the backstory of who was like the real life inspiration for Wonder Woman. And so in that process of reading this book, which I feel like this is maybe why it was a crapshoot is because now, now knowing this backstory, you have less, I guess, love for or admiration, admiration for, for Wonder Woman, because the stories behind the people that inspired her are kind of messed up, very messed up.
0: So this guy, um, Marston, mm-hmm. his name, last name, he ultimately created Wonder Woman mm-hmm and um kind of in a nutshell well first of all i didn't realize and i should have i mean obviously dc comics have been around forever yeah but it, it was interesting cuz we got a little history on screenplays yes and uh how movies came about right. scripts came about right. and all of that kind of stuff um which was really interesting the most interesting thing i think that came out of the whole book was the guy that created Wonder Woman also invented
1: the lie detector mm-hmm. machine, which yep. we still use. Right. So weird. It is crazy. But he was not credited as the person that invented it. No. But he did. He did. Yeah. I
0: mean, and he had the, all the psychology behind it. Yeah. And, um, and anyway, so, yeah, I just, I don't know. Do you think that i mean were you um okay so basically marston oh my gosh
1: so i don't even know <laughs> so they had so he There on one hand of this backstory of this history is wonder of wonder woman is this like i don't want well feminism but also like women being president women being able to vote women being able to work women being able to do what they want but then on the other hand his personal life it's like he had not I'm gonna say multiple wives, but basically had multiple wives. He did. He had um, like an entourage. Yeah, he had an entourage. A, a harem,
0: yes. if you will.
1: And like he was the loser in the bunch that couldn't keep a job. And he, you know, kind of took these women's stories that he surrounded himself with or somehow related to the women that he had for his harem and made that into be Wonder Woman. And so some of these women were doing like crazy things. For terms, women's suffrage, yes.
0: for voting rights, and birth
1: control, birth control yeah, all lots kinds of, of stuff. things
0: for women, right? And it's almost like he then said, This is awesome. I'm going to create this comic book character, right?
1: That is like a superwoman. And so, on one hand, I admire the story of that. I think it was cool how he took those stories and made them into. Like this history, and this it was like a, it was like a it was basically history in a comic. You didn't know that it was a story no. of, but he was kind of twisting the real life stuff to be things that Wonder Woman overcame. Um, but on the other hand, it's like he's a loser, and also, <laughs> which maybe he's not a loser, I don't know, but I feel like he's a loser, but also the whole backstory, it's like their whole family was a lie everything was a lie so he so he had
0: he married this one woman her her last name was Holloway he married her and then he took in this other lady that was younger
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um and kind of adopted her almost like a daughter and then he took in another wife and that's where the cuffs come from on her wrists because she didn't actually marry him like with a wedding ring she wore these tight bracelets right on her wrists to show that they were committed yeah and that's where wonder woman's bracelets came from yes. which made me so sad yeah um for me but anyway but so they so uh what was her name the olive
1: olive okay yeah. so
0: olive she's the one that wore the bracelets mm-hmm. she had two children
1: mm-hmm.
0: and told her children right after the second one was born your dad died yeah that was a That's lie That's not true
1: yeah it was marston right was the dad and they all lived in the same place there was four children total between the two women so holloway had yeah. two kids olive had two
0: kids and olive raised mm-hmm. these four children yeah while holloway went and tried to do all this stuff for
1: basically to pay for the family yeah. Like she was the breadwinner. She went out and did, she had her stuff together.
0: It was really strange. It was like Holloway and Marston wanted children. Yeah. But they also wanted to have careers. Yeah. I feel like they held Olive basically hostage. I agree. And made her raise these kids. And it was, it it's, it was mind blowing to me. It was almost like, um, like a movie.
1: Yeah. It like, weird. like it,
0: it felt fiction. Because this doesn't actually happen, right? And right, it, it did. And in the 20, 1920s? Yeah.
1: Well, and they were, it was like weird because he was always reaching out to like newspapers and like writing press releases about himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of was like writing to a magazine as if she was interviewing this psychologist who she was, was actually living with. I mean, it was so... Weird. So it it just is. Haley and I both
0: thought it was very ironic that he <laughs> developed the lie detector machine. Yes, but there was so much lying. Yeah, that went on in the whole thing. And then I think, though, do you think that was a just true sign of the times that they weren't really allowed? Like if they had just said, you know, if if. Holloway and him had gotten married and had kids. Then she, we know, she wouldn't have been able to work.
1: I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. But also, I think it does go back to, and this may be too psychoanalyst, but like he was an only kid. His mom lived with his her four sisters, right? Right. So it's almost like he also recreated his childhood, just in an adult Uh, male uh, form.
0: You're right, because he almost like he had sisters. Yes. I didn't think of that. You're right. So it's
1: almost like he was just basically recreating how he yeah. grew up, but he was also like sleeping with them. Yeah. <laughs> so and everybody was okay. with yeah, it. Yeah. It was, there was some weird, like, and they were it, but for the times too, I mean, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I can't figure out why. Cause I, I, I appreciate like there, this the, like, we think women are going to be president. We think this and like women, all that but at the same time it's like the whole where it came out of is just I don't know if it's hard to accept or maybe I'm closed minded or I don't know. It just like tainted the whole It did think It it one hundred percent did. And then what I thought was so sad about Wonder Woman is then they hired the guy who wasn't yeah. even about her being a strong woman to continue on the story. And then it was almost like, what do we, you know what I mean? So that well, was sad cause, too. because they
0: turned her into the secretary. Yes. Of the justice
1: league, league or whatever. yeah, Whatever they
0: called it at the time. The justice, whatever. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it was. Um, And so she literally was just like, see ya. Yeah. I, what I thought was super interesting though, taking out anything that had to do with Wonder Woman, yeah. um, I never really knew. That, um, the comics took such a major role in in World War II. Yeah, I, I did not know I that either. Yeah, and so that's kind of where, you know, the I I just didn't realize that those characters all went and fought in the war. Right. Which really is such a picture of where our country was then. Yes, I mean fully united right of which is such a stark difference to where we are now Mm -hmm. and I just think it's interesting that everybody was part of an effort and so it even was in our it was in our entertainment it was in our I mean it was everywhere I just think that's really interesting yeah and now it's like the opposite everybody's divided and it's in our entertainment <laughs> it's, you know
1: yeah but there's it, like so many more forms of entertainment you know what i mean i feel like back mm-hmm. then it was like comics or maybe two channels on the tv or was well, there yeah. even TV? i mean i don't know well because the even the
0: you know when he first got interested in movies yeah when i say he i mean marston yeah it, there they were, were silent they were just silent black and white and they he they hired him y'all to be Universal Studios hired him to be a psychologist. I thought this was genius. Yes. Hired him to be a psychologist on the set so they could make better picture shows. Right. So audiences would believe right. what was happening in these stories. Do you think they still do that?
1: I don't I mean, I'm sure that I don't I mean I think that's interesting. I don't know, actually. I'm t- surely, right? I mean, surely they take great care to make sure this is, like, relatable and emotionally, like...
0: do you think after 80 years now, there's just certain tropes that work and they know it works, so let's just do it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. It's very interesting to me. But, because, you know, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, like the Fast and Furious franchise, right? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Shay hates the Fast and the Furious franchises. It's it's the worst. And we're on (laughs) F9. Okay. So, um, so question mark is, do you think there's, I mean, there's no, there's no psychologist back there saying like, now, will we believe what these characters are going through? Yeah. Because that's not why you go see Fast and Furious. Right.
1: Right. I mean, you don't. Why do you go?
0: I don't know. That's a really great question. (laughs) not a fan who's on the cover of men's health magazine that this month vin diesel
1: which i do like vin diesel mm-hmm. um I but have, i think I no opinion but also it's interesting too to think to start from black and white and silent to now like to have you know multiple audio producers mm-hmm. multiple screen like every freaking shot you take is produced and produced and produced i mean i don't know I wonder, like, what that process is to think about the emotionalness of. Yeah. How is the audience going to react? Like, like is that even detail. important? Well, but I mean, even if we think about like reality. Yeah. TV, I mean, all that is produced to provoke she's doing, a certain she's emotion. She's doing air quotes for the yeah, listener. Reality. <laughs> reality TV. Um, all that's produced to pr- provoke, uh, you know, emotion. a certain emotion. Right. You're right.
0: Yeah. I guess you're right. So I guess that's maybe part of like a producer's job. Yeah. I just thought that was crazy interesting. Um. All right, so another thing that really shocked us is that all this was happening in the you know 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. 60s um, and how it doesn't feel very long ago. Right. That women weren't able to vote, right. weren't able to work, right. And so that my question to you is do you feel like there is still the stigma of women not should not be working do you think that still exists
1: yeah like I've been told like um I remember vividly in college actually I had a professor basically be like well why are you why would you pursue like higher education beyond a bachelor's degree because a lot of like females that we've had come through this program they end up just working they end up being at home so why are you going to pursue a master's degree <laughs> And that's been pro- told to me in college. So that was like, that 2000, was a, that was a professor. Yeah. You that? Yeah. That was like 2005. Probably. Was that the math professor that you didn't like? Uh, same department, different professor. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, hmm. and like, that's also something I've heard like from just, you know, in other roles or jobs or whatever, I think there is still, you know, I don't want to like th- throw necessarily too much under the bus, but I, th- I still think that's also prevalent in terms of who is picked for- to be administrators within school districts, women, how old their kids are, uh, whether or not they could be a high school principal or do they not even be a middle school principal because of the age of their children. Can they handle it? So this, and I'm not, I'm not a man. So yeah. obviously <laughs> I <but, What>?
0: yeah. <laughs> um, I do live with three. I live with a man and then a almost man and then a right behind on the heels. Yeah. And so my thing to this, what I say to that is do they think that these men that have families, I mean, do they then make their family less of a priority? It's, I just think that's super I just think interesting. It's, uh, to me. Like
1: a, I think it's a, uh but I, what I'm saying, I'm, I'm
0: agreeing with yeah. you. Cause I think, yeah, yeah, no, I know. It's like, why would, why, it doesn't make sense. Why would a man, okay. Why would my husband take mm-hmm. a, cause take a job mm-hmm. that would ha- take him away from us more often, you know? Right. And, and they'd be like, well, that's fine. Cause he's just a dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, I know. It's crazy. He's just a dad and a husband. Right. So it's fine. Now, wife and mom, no right. go. Right. And so I don't, that's, and I kind of do, I kind of do think European countries like are better about like, and I don't know, you would know better. I feel like you've been in those cultures more, but it seems to me that those kind of, I don't know, have a better, I grasp on like a family as a family,
1: you know, yeah. and, pe-
0: and people pull weight
1: you know, they do. Yeah. The I think it's also just, a, I think there's a lot of cultural stuff behind it as well. I think that there is this not to get too deep into it, but I think sometimes like God gets pulled into this and I think like family roles get pulled into this. And then I think that gets used as an excuse for why we can't, why women can't do things or whatever, like I think that it's complicated. It's like Malala. Yeah. It's it's all culturally complicated and people, you know, when you get it wrapped up in religious belief or what your family, you know, all of that is highly emotional and it's hard to separate those things. And I think people then it's like a false stability in a sense, but actually if we were like working, so everybody, man or woman, were like working to the best of that person's ability, then we would all, Benefit from that.
0: Well, and what I would say to that is what, cause I agree. I mean, obviously we made decisions in our family based on what all the things you just said. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. um, if, if I feel like if our country can, or any country can get to the point of, it's really none of your business. You know what I mean? Right,
1: right,
0: right. Like, like if it's a choice that we made, like it was a choice for us to make that I was going to stay at home. Now that wasn't like a Marston situation where it was like. (laughs) Come in with a harem. Yeah, coming with a harem. And, you know, because if I had been Holloway and had wanted to work. Right. Then we would not have either a, we would not have had children if I wanted to, you know, like work right and be just 100 percent a career woman right and not you know have children right or we would have figured out the well this is what we're you know this is what chris will do this is what right. i will do and i think the problem is is it's like i'm not judging you right you don't judge me you
1: well know? yeah and i think it's also just a, a systemic thing like i do think that um for example, large corporations, big businesses, whatever, who have done things a certain way, perhaps yeah. they have a whole bunch of male leadership. That is a hard structure to break, even though we know it would be beneficial if you let more women rise to right. the top. Right. Right. But that also feels like a threat to others when it shouldn't. And this goes beyond gender. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just think systems are meant to keep going and they're going to protect themselves whether or not that's the right thing. Well, you know what I mean? and it
0: is, it is kind of that mentality of, well, this is working.
1: Right. So why would we change it? Yes. So right. let's just keep right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And even if working means it's limping along, right. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's less uncomfortable. Right. Yes, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's another piece that's hard, even like just thinking of school districts is, you know, there's a reason why there's such a thing as a good old boy network right yeah. like that's a thing and it has nothing to do with you know uh people you know making decisions or not you feel like you know what i mean it has to do with we're going to protect the system even if that's not really protection of the system it just ensures we're going to keep going the same way even though that same way may not be the right direction so yeah,
0: yeah. it is very I interesting i just think it's needless to say
1: i do i do still think this is an issue <laughs> yes but <laughs> back to yes back to your question. <laughs> Edit, 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 yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs>
0: um, but um, but anyway, so um, okay, a question that Haley raised was, do we think that comics are still suitable for kids? Yes. And were they suitable for kids? And we should have, now that I'm saying this out yeah. loud, we should have, we should have done a little, like wonder what
1: comic readership is now. I don't know well I just never realized it was so they were so controversial because when I think of comics yeah I never when Mm -hmm. I think of them I don't think of them as like this is inappropriate for children or whatever um but I maybe I don't know enough about comics and I was thinking I feel like it's fast forward we're having the same conversations about like video games and social media and all those things so I just thought it was interesting because I never in my mind I don't know where else I would think, but (laughs) never realized that it was such so controversial that. Well,
0: it it is like video game is a good parallel because people are like, "Oh, it's just a video game, right?" Well, if you look at most of them, they're not appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, so the the, so I think that's a perfect parallel. That's kind of a parallel in 2020 as opposed to 1920. Yeah. Um, because you wouldn't think that comics now because i mean
1: so then 100 years from now what are we gonna have or what are they gonna have let (laughs) me
0: flying cars yeah
1: (laughs) i'm like what kind of stories are they gonna have then like what what's entertainment gonna look like some immersive i
0: know you're right i guess it will be like a hunger games like immersive have you read ready player one um no
1: okay have you You should read it yeah
0: i've seen parts of the movie but i'm not read it
1: i i I read it that's
0: immersive right
1: oh yeah that's all they do
0: okay literally so yeah
1: it's insane so maybe it's gonna be like that i don't know i
0: don't know maybe actually Sad. that's probably what that maybe. creator thought yeah um
1: anything else about this book mm. do you recommend it no
0: I recommend the book
1: it's not I mean it was interesting but it kind of just I'm gonna look at Wonder Woman different and not I love the fact that she was created out of like women can do great things like women can be this super, you know what I mean but the backstory of it all just really kind of ruined I don't know
0: yes the where these where she was she came out of was a very very messed up family yeah. dynamic a lot of we would love to I would love to like meet this Marst, Mr. Marston Dr. Marston
1: yeah
0: crazy. um, and also can I also say yeah. that not only is my view of Wonder Woman tainted so is my view of Harvard
1: same yeah yes Har- Harvard uh. University played a really big role in yes.
0: the history um, of Wonder Woman I guess if we're coloring, mm-hmm. I mean that's what it you know so it played a really big role in Marston's life. It played a
1: really big role in his wives lives. Um, it's one of those, it feels like if you just keep going, yes, you can, you too can be a Harvard. Yes,
0: <laughs> it really does. Yeah. It, it, I'm, I'm kind of, and maybe that was, maybe that's a good thing for me for it to be diminished, just diminished. Yeah,
1: maybe. Yeah. Cause in my mind, it's like, Harvard, MIT, like the, you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. the cream of the crop. But then read, like this was not that long ago, no, and they are involving themselves with people like Marston, right?
0: I'm <laughs> just like, kind of unimpressed.
1: Horrible research practices, like what? Yeah. Anyways. So, um, so that was. sorry Harvard. Sorry. I mean, if you offer me a job, I would take it.
0: <laughs> well, and maybe the whole point of us reading this book actually was, you know, it does just come back to we all are just a bunch of humans yeah and yeah yeah you know, there isn't a lot so I mean we're literal human beings right and we all make mistakes and we're all probably crazy and I bet if you picked apart you know some other thing right. that was created we could probably be like oh wow that's that's messed well up. and I
1: guess too in order for them to be that extreme feminist at the time they had to also be a little different right in terms of what they did personally or not what they did I don't want to say it like that but like they had to be different you're right anyways in order to be that put this out there
0: passionate yes
1: you're right yeah you're all right so that that is true
0: that is true so I guess we should at least and I you know I wouldn't say go read it no but I mean I am thankful obviously that there went there were women and men out there that said hey you know what women should be able to vote yes hey women should be able to work
1: yeah women should be able to have birth control yeah you know like women should <laughs> yeah. you know um
0: hello yeah seriously so anyway
1: so i'm thankful for
0: them they yeah. were just whoo it was just interesting interesting yes um anyway i think that uh, uh, yeah yeah yeah
1: okay well let's finish it up we'll we will also announce our next book on the instagram
0: yeah yeah. We'll announce it. Well,
1: we That's what we could do. We can make, we can story about it. We'll story about our next book. Yeah. Perfect. I like it. Um, because we don't know yet. Well, now it's like we put the, I feel like we have even more pressure because this, oh, was like,
0: this one was terrible. Him,
1: I did get one of those catalogs in the mail from Amazon of different books and I brought it with me today. Oh, okay. Good. We'll figure that out. Yeah. All right. So what are you finishing with? Hold on. Oh, okay. I'm finishing with, it's this, hold on it's this it's called able okay yeah uh have you heard of this Mm -hmm. um and it's they um okay so able is an ethical fashion brand that employs and empowers women as a solution to end poverty we're deeply devoted to equality both in the products we make and the quality of life we aim to provide. We invest in, train and educate women so they can earn a living and break the cycle of poverty and thrive. So this started from um some people partnering with some women in Ethiopia, selling some of their goods and has now turned into a like fashion brand in a sense so they have jewelry and leather and stuff. Well, anyways, scarves Uh, scarves yeah so I learned about them because Bradley's chocolates which I've already made a finisher before but they carry some of their jewelry and I had gotten some earrings from a friend for her birthday and I was like I wonder what else they have and so I actually exchanged them for a necklace that's like a little fortune cookie you have it on right now I love it
0: I saw it when you came in isn't it so cute yes I didn't know it was a fortune cookie I love that yeah
1: so anyways um but so this led me to understand like where what this company was. So it's go to livefashionable.com, but and we'll put it obviously on our finisher day, but super cute stuff, great cause. Like I think it's really cool. So very cool, check live it out. fashionable, or just go to Bradley's and you can see it firsthand. What they have, they have some really cute stuff,
0: very fun. Um, uh, mine's not as meaningful, but okay. I have this little so last not last week, but the week before. So a couple of weeks ago, what my finisher was Rachel meters. Yes. And a, one of the very first things she ever influenced me on <laughs> was a little cell phone stand. Oh. And so it's a little, you can take it anywhere. Just, yeah. It folds up or you set it down and you put your phone on it and it even has this whole, like a space to plug in like your charger or whatever. Yeah. And so I set it in my bathroom, I set it in the kitchen, and oh, so I'm always... I need we need that. When we do, um, uh, when we do lives... Yeah. I put it on my cell phone stand. Smart. Yeah. So it's really fantastic. I love the cell phone stand. So it's, um, it's an Amazon find. It was not many dollars I mean, it was... And they come in all fun different colors, Many dollars <laughs> And, um... And it's just kind of like a little saver. It's like a neck saver or cell phone saver yeah. too. I don't know, I love it. So Anyway, go check it. We'll, we'll, check we'll, uh, we'll link it up. You, yeah, can, yeah. you can buy it, but anyway, that's yeah. all.
1: All right, is that it? Yeah. All right, that's all for Jones's Pizzin'.